All right, sweetie, have a great day at school, and if you need anything, just put it on your credit card. Mommy! It's the MomCast. Really, Mom? Mommy! Mom! You are listening. MomCast. The MomCast. Hi there. Welcome to MomCast. Now that I have your attention with the credit card thing, I want to let you know, um, at a little later in this conversation, we're actually going to take a break and talk with Tara Strong. You may not know her, but I guarantee you or your kids know her voice. In fact, she voices some of the most popular animated kids characters ever. So you'll want to hear from her. But now back to credit cards. Every kid has one, right? Oh, oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> We've got a couple of our Mom Squad moms with us. Um, we have our uptight mom. <laughs> <laughs> No, we have our feisty mom. Oh, Stacy, you make me she so said it with love. <laughs> Roxanne is with us, and we have Heather, our free spirit mom. I'm Stacy McCain, of course. Our producer, Greg. And yeah, I saw this and I saved it. Every once in a while, I'll see little things, little tidbits, and I just want to get you know your feedback on this. So I saw this. It's not a huge amount. Eight percent of parents give their kids a credit card. If they're a teenager, that's one thing because I've heard parents say this. You know, teenager, this is for emergency purposes only. You don't use it unless, you know, you're stranded or, you know, something like that comes up, a real emergency. Um, But of all the kids that have credit cards from their parents, about 25% of them admit they've used it when they weren't supposed to. Big surprise. Yeah. So let's talk about that. I mean, is it... A tool, as some parents say, to teach their kids responsibility? Or is it giving your kids too much too soon? All right. You know, Roxanne, you're giving me the look. We'll start with that. <laughs> you're look. giving me the I'm look. I'm just admiring how beautiful you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. How old is They don't really the say. Kids? They say a lot of them are teenagers. But um, I'm going to tell you, I do know of, I want to say, 11 was mm. when this child got a credit card for emergency purposes only, which were like if they needed a snack at school or, yeah. you know, I didn't even know people took credit <laughs> cards. from. What, don't you have to be older? I would, I would be alarmed as a person. I, I would think you'd have to be older. I'm going to have to look into that. But yeah, I, I would, would be so too. worried even with a teenager to use, you know, to take the credit card. Is it stolen? Worked, that would be my first question. Right. If I worked at a store or something, I'd be worried about it. Yeah. So. Well, you know what? I, I would give my kids my credit cards when they were younger and uh, driving age and go to the grocery store for me and stuff. And they were never questioned as long as they knew the, um, you know, the zip code or my password. Mm-hmm. And they weren't. So obviously that might be a problem there. Right. But uh, no credit cards to young kids. No, uh, my kids did not. Let me see. It wasn't until after they graduated high school, after they had their parties and got their, you know, monetary gifts, that um, we told them they could go ahead and they're old enough, go sign up for your debit card mm-hmm. and, you know, keep your savings account, et cetera. Taught them they need to really be responsible and buy what they need. We did encourage them at least apply for one credit card. So because of your jobs, then you pay it off and you start earning good credit Mm -hmm. because down the road they'll need it. But that young age, no, I I don't believe in that because I know as parents, we've gotten ourselves 
into debt because credit cards are so easy. Oh, you know what? I can pay it off. Yeah, I was going to say, it's as bad as adults are with us. Yes. I would worry about exactly yes. right. Oh, we don't even make good us. decisions. So how should we, we expect don't. our 11 year old to? That's way too You're easy. Right. But yeah. the only saving grace about debit is that at some point it runs you, out. It runs out <laughs> and you get in trouble. You know, I mean, the credit card will, too. But they, you know, it for when you first get a credit card, the balance seems high to you. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and it's too easy. So but there are parents that say it would teach responsibility. What do you think, Heather? I do agree with that, but it's one of those situations where you know your child. You know, if you suspect that they're maybe in with the wrong crowd or they're doing something inappropriate at school, that would lean me towards no, because uh, let's get that behavior under control without giving them an access to money on top of it. And I'm saying, you know, there are children who start um, doing drugs at age 11. So do I want them to have money to do illegal activities? But if your child's a straight A student on a roll in sports um, and you trust them, then I think that's okay. But I I think it's up to the child uh, or up to your perception of your child's uh, maturity level. Uh, Personally, I don't think I would give them access to a credit card, but I would be like Roxanne. And if they wanted to run an errand or um, go pay for a movie that would be okay but it would be uh not something they would have access to all the time mm-hmm. unless you give them uh, the other point unless you give them a prepaid gift card or you set a certain amount mm-hmm. for them in this account to use because if they max out they're not going to be you know they're not going to take their kids credit cards so Right. You put li- severe limits on it. Mm-hmm. I would have to say if my daughter had taken after me a little more, although um, after my first marriage ended, we had a lot of credit card debt and I got rid of all of it and I didn't have credit cards for many years. And I will say um, that it was harder sometimes. I was really strict everywhere you go. You want to buy a new couch? Well, they want you to put it on. You know, they want payments. They don't want you paying cash for. I would wait until I could afford something and I would buy it with cash. And most places do not like that. And I found it very difficult. I couldn't rent a car. I needed a credit card. I had a lot of issues that came up because I didn't have credit cards. So um, when I got married to Jeff, he said, well, let's just have you need one. And and so I did that. but Liv is very responsible already. Um, she has, because her dad is that way. Mm. I mean, at a very young age, she got a, a savings account. And any money, you know, when people give you money for yep. your birthday or whatever, um, instead of spending all of it, she would have to put a certain amount into her savings account. And she's got a, a pretty decent amount of money in there. And even when she gets gift cards for her birthday or an occasion, I'll there are still gift cards sitting up there in her bedroom that have money on them from like her birthday in August. That's great. She's not one to go and just, whereas a kid, if you gave me, we didn't have maybe gift cards all the time, but if you gave me $20, you know, for my birthday, I would spend it. So she is really responsible. And so I'm going to go the other way and say, I would see no issue with giving that kid when she gets, I'm not going to give her one now. She's 12. But at a certain age, I will feel very comfortable. Right. Because she's just not that kid. She's 
she's very frugal. She's frugal. I mean, she wants to, if she's going to buy an app, she's going to research it. And she's going to, I mean, <laughs> she just, awesome. you know, she's got iTunes gift cards. I mean, everything. And it, they just kind of sit and she uses them very sparingly. So in her case, but not all kids are like that. And I certainly was not like that. So um, in that regard, I think it's okay. Um, but it's a lot of researchers are now saying, Doing this can actually make your kids more reckless with money because, again, the credit card's too easy. They're not old enough to realize the ramifications of it, and they get themselves into a lot of trouble quickly. That's the other part of it, too. You could get out of college and not only have, (laughs) you know, your tuition that you've got to now pay, any loans or whatever. You could have yourself in a decent amount of debt, which is really not the way you want to start out. Right. And so I think as you're talking, Stacey, I'm starting to think that uh, that maybe once they have a job, my first job, I was 16, then they're able to help pay the bill. That's a way of teaching them, hey, you slide slide the car, but you're going to owe some of your paycheck. That kind of makes sense in my mind. Um, But um, I grew up in a family that is against credit cards for the most part. My dad collects dust in a drawer and he's the guy that has cash Mm -hmm. and he cannot stand that I swipe my card for gas and that's just the culture we live in. Nobody has cash. But he, we, I was raised to think they are dangerous. So I'm kind of tend towards that with my kids too. But mm-hmm. if they have to help pay the bill, then by all means, that's a way to teach them. Right. right. So and there if, are ways to do it. Right. It's just tough. And if they can't pay <laughs> the bill, they don't get the card. But do you help them out? Absolutely, I would. Because it would only be used for needs. Needs. (laughs) In quotes. (laughs) In quotes. (laughs) Needs. Well, let us know what you think. We'd love to have your your take on this. Um, Maybe you've done it. And we would love to hear that, too. If you've given your kid a credit card, what age did they have it? Or let us know what you think. If if there's a good age to start, 16, 18, 40, um, we would love to hear it. Let us know on Facebook. If I were going to introduce this young lady by all the voices she's done or characters she's played, I don't know what I would say. So I'll just introduce her by her name. (laughs) Tara Strong. Hi, Tara. Morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? We are well. Thank you for taking some time to join us. And uh, yeah, you have like the coolest job ever, right? I do have the coolest job. You guys have a cool job, too. We kind of do. Yeah, we kind of do. Um, But, you know, people, I think we can be a little forgettable. You play characters that people, obviously, when their kids love, but will remember all their lives, probably. That's kind of cool. Yeah, usually at cons, people say thank you for my childhood, which is kind of (laughs) nice. And and how did you fall in? I don't want to say fall into that. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of work involved, but to be so prolific, how did you get started in this? Well, I knew when I was like three or four that I wanted to be like a singer, dancer, actress, and I always did funny voices, but I didn't know that was going to be my primary. Um, And then when I was 13, I grew up in Toronto. I booked my first animated series, which was the voice of Hello Kitty. And there was so much production in in Canada that, that is co-produced by American companies. So I got to do Care Bears and My Pet Monster and all kinds of really fun things that people saw here, um, as well as a bunch of on-camera stuff. And then when I moved to L.A., it was a couple of years that I sort of had to reestablish myself here. And then mm-hmm. the woman that gave me my very first job, which was Hello Kitty, gave me the new Gadget Boy series and kind of saved me out here. I was 
like eviction notice broke. And she had me do the new Inspector Gadget, which saved me. And then I booked like Batgirl and um, Bubbles and 100 episodes of 101 Dalmatians all at the same time. So that sort of put me on the map in Los Angeles. So it's, you know, it's it's a lot of, um, of course, talent and perseverance, but there's also timing involved, a lot of timing. I see exceedingly talented people that never really get a break because it's like, you got to be there right at the right time. And I'm sure there's things that I miss. Like, would have been nice to be on The Simpsons because then probably I could have retired by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you could always look at someone else and go, well, now that could be the gig um, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, to last that long. Although you had a pretty good run with a lot of characters and still do. And speaking of that, um, Twilight Sparkle. Yep, it's the final season. Oh, my gosh. We've had a great run. And, you know, the original My Little Pony was like 30 years ago. So for it to still have um, this worldwide reach, there's just definitely something very magical about this show that that transcends ages and genders and countries. And it's something very special to be a part of. I, I feel like it's like a, a almost a party trick. I mean, do people come up and and want to hear voices? Yeah, that, that often happens, um, and I love doing it for kids, too. Um, and, you know, we do phone calls for sick kids, and sometimes Aww. we have Make-A-Wish kids come to the studios and stuff. And certainly at cons, I'll do voices for kids, especially I'll say, like, what was your favorite show that I did? And it was interesting. It, it really differs depending on where you are. I was just in a con in Dubai this weekend, and they were crazy for Ben 10 and Bubbles. So I was doing a lot of Ben 10 and Bubbles, but sometimes you go somewhere and they just want to hear Raven from Teen Titans. And so it sort of depends where you are. Would you do a couple for us? Yes, sure. Would you Would you do Bubbles for us from Powerpuff Girls? I'm just as tough as Blossom and Buttercup. I'm hardcore. <laughs> this is Raven. And wow, we're up really early today doing these interviews as Razmetrio and Zinthos. And this is Timmy Turner, and I wish Cosmo and Wanda were here. That's awesome. Can I ask for one more because of my niece? Um, sure. We watched uh, Rugrats all the time. Mm-hmm. Would you do dill pickles? Oh, hey, that's mine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. See, now that just made my day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, is there one, I I know people will always ask actors, you know, favorite roles. I mean, is there one that you think most people, you hear the request for most often, if if you don't want to answer your favorite one, is there one that you think stands out? Well, you know, I've had had such an incredible career. Like, I don't know many people that could say I got to play Batgirl and Harley and Raven and Timmy and Bubbles, and they're such iconic characters that... Um, I feel so blessed to have been able to play. And certainly those get recognized a lot wherever I go. My favorite was Melody from The Mermaid, too, because I was such a Little Mermaid fan. So to sing with Jody Benson in the studio was definitely a dream come true. Oh, that's cool. And, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they're all, like, so extraordinary and, and so fun. And I know I know how lucky I am that I've got to play so many incredible roles. Now, do you have kids in your life? Yes, I have two boys who are now 14 and 17, and they've grown up with my shows, and they, they used to come to work with me, so they ran around Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network and all the studios, and they they knew a lot about the process, and they used to watch the animators at their computers and meet all these extraordinary people with crazy voices. That's cool. So they, they kind of know the business, because I was going to say, I try to do voices, and my kid always has rolled their eyes at me. Did they enjoy <laughs> what you did? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, yeah, they loved it. I mean, believe me, there were times that they rolled their eyes at me, too, but um, they love it. They're really proud. Like, my, my younger one, I remember we were, like, in, in line at Target one day, and he just spoke to a random stranger behind us, and he's like, do you know that she's Timmy Turner? <laughs> <He's> like, <"No." laughs> so they're using this as bragging rights. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, especially, you know, My Little Pony, when that was in its heyday, my older one was in fourth grade, so when I came out to help for hot lunch, all the kids would run over and say, tell us what's happening next season. And then my son would roll his eyes because it was like this swarm. You know, there's like these huge rock stars doing hot lunch, too, but they weren't interested in them. They wanted to know what's going on with My Little Pony. Oh, that's great. See, and, and that they learn, I'm sure even though you got the eye roll, there was some appreciation there. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. You know, my son just said to me a, a couple of weeks ago that his childhood was so magical, and he thanked me for introducing me to this world at such a young age. And he said when he first went to school, he was missing Nickelodeon, and he didn't understand why the other kids weren't. <laughs> that's funny. That is yeah. funny. Well, that's awesome. And, and it's I love that they kind of were a part of everything that you were doing. Um, not every parent has work that really, like, their kids would enjoy, you know? No. And be a part it's of. It's amazing. Yeah. It's very, a real very gift. Cool. And I got to work up till I delivered. You know, there were certain shows that I would do pregnant that they would definitely kick more for. And be more excited <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you can work the whole time. Yes, in fact, when while we were doing Rugrats, E.G. Daly went into labor, and she's like, I'll finish my line. I'm like, can you go to the hospital, please? <laughs> oh, that's can you please great. not have your water break in the studio? Thank you. <laughs> see, I guess we see we don't know any of that going on. None of that. We see, see none of it. Scoop. Well, Tara Strong, thank you so much. So many iconic voices, and we appreciate you sharing them with us. Oh, thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us for another week of MomCast. And as always, if you have comments, uh, if you have questions, please uh, go to our Facebook page. Had a lot going on there this week um, that we would love to have your input on. There's a study out that says women who are single without kids are happiest, which every mom, I think, could make an argument against. But um, we would love to know your thoughts on that. Um, And, of course, all of our podcasts also... Um, there's a post about rules in your house for your kids. You have house rules. What are they? And I know they change over the years. You know, when they're little, it's please and thank you all the time, you know, or clean your plate or, uh, but when they're teenagers, then what are the rules? Um, love to hear from you on that. Have a great week and we'll catch you next time.